بیماری میں شکایت کا سبب خود کو بے قصور سمجھنا ہے Overwhelmed, he becomes a bit overcome by certain illnesses or whatever the case is and he starts complaining, complaining in a negative sense, not just merely mentioning to somebody what might be the issue out of some need to tell it. So this is due to a person thinking about himself to be faultless. When a person believes I am faultless, then why does this happen to me? So then he starts talking about it in a very negative light. So this is like an English college that is in any disease that is in any disease and said that this disease is also God has given us, although I don't give anyone any trouble, I don't give anyone any trouble, I want everyone to be happy, but I am also in any a very common statement. The words might differ from place to place, but the core message in that is the same everywhere illa mashallah that this person who was studying in some college somewhere he came he was ill there were some sicknesses that he was in so he came to hazrat and he said to him that this sickness allah taala put on me whereas i don't give anybody any taklif i haven't harmed anyone i wish well for everyone so then why am i still caught up in this illness, why am I caught up in this difficulty? So that replied to this and said, کہ ہم لوگ اپنے آپ کو بے قصور سمجھتے ہیں حالانکہ حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم فرماتے ہیں کل ابن آدم خطاؤن کہ we regard ourselves as faultless whereas in the حدیث شریف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم said کل ابن آدم خطاؤن Every human being, every son of Adam a.s., every child of Adam a.s., meaning the progeny of Adam a.s., every human being, obviously the Anbiya a.s. are excluded from this, and the pious servants of Allah are protected. But the rest all are people who make mistakes, who commit sins. Tamam bani Adam khatakar hai, tum sab khatakar ho. اس ایک جملہ مبارک میں پوری امت مخاطب ہے مع صحابہ رضی اللہ مجمعین یعنی اس میں وہ بندے بھی شامل ہے جو کسی مقام ولایت پر فائز ہو چکے ہیں اور صحابہ سے برا ولی کون ہوگا وہ بھی مخاطب ہے خود حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بعد نماز کے استغفار فرماتے کہ اللہ معاف فرما دیجئے عبادت کی ہے نعوذ باللہ کوئی گناہ نہیں کیا اور نبی تو گناہ کر بھی نہیں سکتا معصوم ہوتا ہے فرشتے اس کی عصمت کی حفاظت پر معمور ہوتے ہیں لیکن حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم عبادت کے بعد معافی مانگ رہے ہیں کہ اللہ آپ معاف فرما دیجئے 
this statement that Nabi Salaam said, Kullubna Adam Khataun, this is addressed to every the whole Ummad. Even the Sahaba are being addressed in this. And the Sahaba are on the highest level of Wilayat. And even Rasulullah himself, though he was masoom, after every salah, immediately engaging in istighfar. There is salah, salah is salah. But Nabi Salaam will engage in istighfar. That, ya Allah, forgive me. What is the point in this? Because you ke azmat ke peshe nazar, aap ki ibadat ka haq adana hua. That Nabi Salaam keeps asking after every salah for forgiveness. That, Ya Allah, what was the right of your azmat and greatness? According to that right, I have not fulfilled what the ibadat was. And who can ever fulfill that? Allah Ta'ala's azmat is infinite. So whatever our ibadat would be, and any makhluk's ibadat will still nevertheless be limited. And the azmat of Allah Ta'ala is infinite. So that was the consciousness with which Rasulullah would make this istighfar. So this is the reaction of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or his condition that even after Salah despite having done it in such a perfect way but Allah Ta'ala's Azmat in view of that this can never be matching that requirement in any way so therefore he used to make istighfar so this is how Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi conducted himself or ek hamara hal hai ki hazaro nafarmaniyo mein mubtala hai lekin samajhte hai ki hum beqasur hai and what is our condition? That there is numerous wrongs in our life, numerous sins we fall into, but we still regard ourselves as faultless. I didn't do anything. What's the reason that this has come to me? I did nothing. I ask you that at this time, do not be afraid that you are being harassed and you are in front of Allah. Allah is asking you that if you have lived in the world, you have the right to love us. So say that tell me if supposing that suddenly now it's already Qiyamad and Allah Ta'ala has gathered the whole makhluk and everybody is being asked the question that did you fulfill the right of my muhabbat while you stayed in dunya? So are we in a position to answer yes, we fulfill the right. So in other words, this too is such a major deficiency in a person, in all of us that we haven't fulfilled that right of that haq to, to any level, any extent yet. So, when that hasn't happened, so there's a major deficiency. So what the point is that these difficulties, hardships, these conditions that come, they come for various reasons. They come sometimes as a means of the forgiveness of a person's sins. So a person now in that condition will make sabr, he'll make dua, turn to Allah Ta'ala. Whether that condition is in the form of some illness, whether that difficulty is in the form of some kind of financial difficulty sometimes, sometimes some people, people have put the person into a situation, some difficulty, whatever it might be. All these conditions sometimes comes as a form of becoming a means of the forgiveness of the person's sins. Now he will be making sabr on that turning to Allah in dua, which you might not have done had that not been the case. There are those servants of Allah who will remember Allah in all conditions. 
And some of us will only remember Allah Ta'ala when there is a specific kind of condition. In that manner we'll remember Him then. And sometimes it comes to take a person even closer to Allah Ta'ala. Comes even on the pious, comes to take them even closer to Allah Ta'ala. So the issue nevertheless for us is, the message and the lesson for us is, that never ever regard ourselves as faultless. Never ever think that, but why did this happen to me, whereas I didn't do anything. No, we've done more than we know. This is the reality that we have done more than we know in terms of the mistakes we've made. Sometimes we don't even know what mistakes we've made. But this thought in this manner, that what did I do, that is a very wrong thought. This is now as if it is, in a way, objecting against Allah Ta'ala. That what this tantamounts to, this kind of thinking, Nauzubillah, <coughs> that's not the intention of a person. The person doesn't think about it in that way. But this is where it leads to. That on the one side, when a person is saying that, but I didn't do anything to anyone, I didn't harm anybody, and I didn't commit any guna. Now when we say that, we normally think of a few things. Alhamdulillah, that too is Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy. A person didn't commit any theft, he didn't commit murder, he didn't commit zina. Alhamdulillah, some alhamdulillah. So our mind goes to those few things. But then what is the, where this leads to, this thought, what it tantamounts to, that nauzubillah, Allah Ta'ala has committed zulm on me now. I didn't do anything, so why did this happen to me? So no, number one, there are various reasons why these reasons why these conditions come up, why situations come up in a person's life. And everything is in the hikmat of Allah Ta'ala. But on the other side, never ever to regard oneself as faultless. What wrong did I do? Never. Always this what has happened is also a very small fraction of what could have come because of what I am. If Allah Ta'ala took me to task, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us, then this would have been a very small fraction of that. So it's Allah Ta'ala's fazal and karam, Allah Ta'ala saved me. So always to be thinking on that light, never ever regarding oneself as faultless. Phir usne kaha ke hamara mahol hi aisa hai ke hume deen ke haqiqat ka hi pata nahi ke deen kya hai. So this was some student from a college who had come, so this was the first thing that he had expressed that uh, I didn't harm anyone and I didn't cause any taklif to anybody etc. So why am I in this illness? So now after I explained this to him, so now he says that, well we are in such an environment, environment of the colleges etc. that we don't even know what the reality of deen is. So now that's why we fall into this kind of thinking, we fall into this kind of wrong understanding. So basically now, it's the wrong and the, or rather the fault of the environment. So Hazrat replied and said, Kya Allah Ta'ala ke saamne ya uzar chad sakta hai? Ke saab hume khabar hi nahi thi. That on the day of Qiyamah, will this excuse be acceptable in the sight of Allah Ta'ala, in the court of Allah Ta'ala? That, no, I wasn't aware. Kya itni khabar aapko nahi hai ke Allah Ta'ala maujood hai? Phir agar dil mein taraf ho, or aap ho, or aap ho, or aap ho, or aakhirat par yaqeen ho, or Allah ki azmat 
دل میں ہو تو آدمی خود تلاش کرتا پھرتا ہے اف اے پرسن ہی ہیز دس یقین دس اللہ اینڈ ہی ہیز یقین ان آخرت اینڈ ہی ہیز سم گریٹنیس آف اللہ تعالیٰ ان از ہارٹ ہیل گو اراؤنڈ لوکنگ اور یو اون ٹو انڈرسٹینڈ واٹس دا کریکٹ انڈرسٹینڈنگ آف دین ٹو گیٹ دا کریکٹ انڈرسٹینڈنگ آف دین دیٹ ول ڈرائیو ہم دا پرسن دا پرسن ان دس پرٹیکولر انسٹنس اٹ واز سم بڈی اسٹڈنگ ان اے کالج سو ہی ہیڈ نو آئیڈیا اباؤٹ وٹ ایور فیلڈ آف اسٹڈی ہی واز ان دیٹ واٹ دس از آل اباؤٹ بٹ ہی انڈر ٹک سو مچ آف ایفرٹ ٹو گیٹ دے ٹو انڈر ٹیک دیٹ اسٹڈی ہی اسپینڈ ٹائم ہی اسپینڈ منی He sacrificed so many things. Why? Because he wanted to learn something. So to get that skill, to get that profession, whatever it was. So he did something. So to just sit back and say, well, the environment is not conducive. So therefore I didn't know. Oh, I wasn't aware of this. Did we try to become aware of it? Did we try to learn it? Did we try to get that understanding? جس کو ہم اپنے لیے نفع بخش خیال کرتے ہیں اس کے لیے کیسی کیسی محنتیں کرتے ہیں اور آپ جو یہ کتابیں لیے پھرتے ہیں تو کیوں اسی لیے کہ اسی لیے تو کہ آپ سمجھتے ہیں کہ میں نے ایم اے کر لیا تو زندگی سنور جائے گی Because we feel this is going to be beneficial for me. So it's beneficial for me. So now whatever has to be done for it, I must do it. He probably had some of his books with him. So as I said, you are walking around with these books. Why are you walking around with it? And he was a student in a college. So he might have come from there. So he had some books with him. So he said, why are you walking around with it? It is only for this reason that you understand that if I finally become an MA, whatever he was studying now, so my life will get made. I'll be set. Because now, if I've got this qualification, then I'll get a job of that level, and then that will be the income accordingly. And if that's the income, then all my needs will be taken care of, and I'll be set in life. So all this is now possible for you to do, because that's the thought that you have in your mind, that my life will get set then. Isliye din raat mehnat karte hai, dimaag khapate hai. اور جو اس مضمون صنعت کا ماہر ہے اس کی خدمت میں لگتے ہیں اور اسے سیکھتے ہیں سی دس از اونلی ریزن وائی یو آر میکنگ آل دس ایفرٹ یو آر ڈے نائٹ ناؤ ریکنگ یور برینس ٹو گیٹ دس دا پرسن ہو از این ایکسپرٹ ان دس فیلڈ یو آر گوئنگ ٹو لرن اٹ فرام ہم آل دس یو آر ڈوئنگ بیکاز یو سی دس ایز بینیفیشیل فار یو اسی طرح اگر اللہ کی طلب ہے تو کچھ محنت کرنی پڑے گی کچھ وقت نکالنا پڑے گا اور دین کو بھی کسی دین والے سے سیکھنا پڑے گا سو دس از دا طلب آف دنیا دا طلب آف دنیا ناؤ ڈروو دا پرسن ٹو آل دوز ایفرٹس آل دوز سیکریفائسز آل دا ٹائم منی اسپینڈ آن اٹ ٹو گو اینڈ سرچ فار دا رائٹ پرسن ہو از ایکسپرٹ ان دیٹ فیلڈ آل دس واز دا طلب آف دنیا لائک وائز از دس طلب فار دین اف یو ہیو دا طلب فار دین then you are going to have to give time for that. You are going to have to make an effort for it. And you have to go and learn it from those who know deen. My reason is that dunya ki fikr hai, akhirat ki fikr nahi. So then explain to him that the issue is, the reality of it is, that this fikr for dunya 
But the fikr for akhirat, that's not there. To the extent it should be or not there sometimes at all. اگر یہ فکر پیدا ہو جائے تو خود عقل آ جائے گی کہ آخرت کیسی بنتی ہے اف دیٹ فکر از ڈیولپڈ دیٹ فکر کمز ان دا ہارٹ دیٹ آئی نیڈ ٹو گین آخرت دا فکر آف آخرت آئی نیڈ ٹو گین جنت گین دا پلیشر آف اللہ تعالیٰ دین انڈرسٹینڈنگ ول کم آٹومیٹکلی دیٹ ہاؤ ڈز اے پرسن گو اباؤٹ ٹرائنگ ٹو گیٹ از آخرت خود تدبیریں سوچو گے جیسے دنیا کی عقل آ گئی ہے A person will then himself be able to understand what steps I need to take, where I need to go, how I need to achieve this. Just as he understood for dunya, he'll understand for that also. Samandar kisi ne na dekha ho, lekin sun liya hai ke samandar hai, to talib khud talash karta hai, apne qadam utha kar, bus tak le gaya, ticket kharidega, bus ka number malum karega, تو سمندر کے لیے خود اتنی محنت کی سمبری ہیز ہرڈ اباؤٹ دا اوشن اوشن دس از ہاؤ دٹ بیچ لکس اینڈ واٹ ایور ایلس اینڈ He'll go to where the bus stop is. He'll go and buy the ticket. He'll move his feet to get to that point. And then he'll board that bus. And then he'll get to the point where the beach is to see it all. So he made all that effort. Deen ke liye chahte hai ke kuch mehnat na karni pare. Hala ke dunya ka hasil karna mushkil hai. Deen ka husul asan hai. A person wants deen without any effort. For dunya, all these efforts are easy to make. For dunya, a person gets very easily into motion, into action. Deen, deen we want it to happen without any difficulty, without any effort. Deen we want without any effort. So says, whereas, to acquire dunya is difficult. To acquire deen is easy. Namaz mein ek sajda karne mein kya mehnat karni parti hai? Sari zameen masjid bana di gayi hai. کہ جہاں چاہو سجدہ کرو اور سلطنت کا لطف حاصل کرو یہ سلطنت عام کر دی گئی لیکن ہم پھر بھی دین کو ہوا سمجھتے ہیں اور دنیا کے لیے ماہرین فنون کے پاس باغے پھرتے ہیں اور روزانہ یا ہفتہ یا مہینہ میں کسی دن اللہ کو حاصل کرنے کے لیے کسی اللہ والے کے پاس جانے کی توفیق نہیں ہوتی دین از ایزی پرسن ٹو میک ون سجدہ میننگ ٹو پرفارم ان سلاح ڈیفیکلٹیز Make one salah, how difficult? Nothing. Made his huzu and performed his salah. Make one sajda. And Allah Ta'ala has made the whole earth masjid. Meaning that if it's time for salah, and if a person is, well, one is the salah in the masjid, obviously has its importance and necessity. But if a person is somewhere where there's no masjid, that too, this is the ease of deen. That he hasn't been obligated that you must go wherever it is, how far it is, go find a masjid somewhere, otherwise your salah won't be valid. So now he's traveling somewhere, wherever he is, there's no masjid. So that Allah has made the whole earth masjid for him. In that sense it's masjid. That his salah will be valid, even though it is not in a formal masjid. So this is that ease that deen has created. That for deen, for a person's deen, he has to have salah in his life. 
But if it was compulsory that the salah only can be in a masjid, a person living in a rural area, somewhere, wherever he's traveling, far off place somewhere, and he's alone, so now what is he going to do? So it can become very difficult, Allah Ta'ala made it so easy. So this is so easy that Allah Ta'ala has made deen so easy, put the head on the ground and he's made his sajda, that sajda, that salah is accepted, <clears throat> and take the pleasure of this kingdom that Allah Ta'ala has given him. This is a kingdom that Allah Ta'ala made open for everyone. But unfortunately, we still regard deen as something very difficult. But it's so easy. Everything Allah Ta'ala has made so easy for us in deen. For acquiring the skills of dunya, we run around behind somebody who is acquainted with it, somebody who has that expertise, somebody who has that skill. You go from this place to that place to acquire that. But to acquire deen, once a day, or once a week, or once a month also, we don't get the topic of going to somebody who may be able to teach us the deen, to acquire the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. So this is unfortunately, the bottom line is the lack of talab. The lack of talab, that the talab for dunya, that drives the person because a talab is there. The talab makes a person now do whatever is necessary to undertake all the sacrifices that are required to get the dunya but the talab for deen is missing this is why Rumi rahmatullahi <coughs> that couplet of his which is quite well known he says aab kam jo aab kam jo tishna awar badast aab means water he says don't worry too much about don't make too much of effort up to search for water now a person might think that this is a strange thing now because water is life so you don't have water so now during your life <coughs> so you must search for the water so he's saying don't search for the water so then what to be done so he says first create the thirst don't worry first about looking for the water first create the thirst when you have created the thirst, ta bajoshad ab azbala vapast. When you've created the thirst, the water will come from above and beneath. That when you've created the thirst, then the provider of water is Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will guide you to wherever the water is. And where that well might be hidden somewhere, or wherever that fountain might be, somewhere unknown to you. But when the thirst is there, the person, the thirsty person, how he goes about and finds the water, the person who is satiated, the person who is quenched, he will take a casual walk somewhere and say, I look for water, I couldn't find anything. But the thirsty person can find it. Because the thirst drives him to look for it. He will be all ears to even hear the slightest sound of some trickle of water somewhere. And he'll hear it. And he will even get the water is odorless, there's no smell in water, but that freshness of falling water somewhere, he'll pick that up also. What makes all this happen? It's that thirst that is with him. So, likewise, when the thirst of deen has come in the heart of a person, when the talab has come, the talab then takes him forward, and the talab makes it possible to acquire whatever is necessary. Huzun wa rahmat wa shafqat hai. 
پھر فرمایا کہ بیماری اس لیے نہیں دی جاتی کہ تم پلنگ پر پر جاؤ پریشان ہو جاؤ کیونکہ اللہ تعالیٰ ظالم نہیں ہے اللہ تعالیٰ فرماتے کسی کو اس کی برداشت سے زیادہ تکلیف نہیں دیتے out of action completely and to make him completely useless and that he must now become completely parishan and overwhelmed Allah Ta'ala has already declared la yukallifu Allahu nafsan illa us'aha Allah Ta'ala does not put something upon a person which is beyond his capacity Allah Ta'ala doesn't put a person through something that is beyond his capacity بلکہ بیماری پریشانی اس لیے دیتے ہیں کہ غفلت سے باز آ جاؤ اللہ تعالیٰ سم ٹائمس پت سم النس آن اے پرسن ایکسیٹرا دس سم لٹل پریشانی ڈفیکلٹی کمس دا پرپس آف دس از دیٹ دا پرسن از بینگ گیون اے ریمائنڈر دیٹ کم آؤٹ آف یور غفلت کم آؤٹ آف یور ہیڈ لیسنس سو دس از دا reason this comes now when that some little difficulty came that little illness came now a person starts making more nawafil a person starts making more tilawad starts making more dua many a person says that my whole life I didn't wake up for tahajjud but now this condition came first time my life now I'm waking up for tahajjud so that became a rahmat for him what a big, big rahmat it became dil ka zang dur ho aur majboor ho kar hamare paas a jau Allah Ta'ala brings about some of these conditions so that the rust of the heart gets cleaned out and that a person out of even desperation he comes to Allah Ta'ala he wasn't coming willingly he wasn't coming of his own accord so Allah Ta'ala brought him along now said come huzn wa gham ba wajhe shafqat wa muhabbat ke hai this grief and this little difficulty that come this is out of compassion and love This is not in a negative way. It comes out of compassion and love. Humare hi faizeh ke liye hai. Intiqam ya iza ke liye nahi hote. This comes for our benefit. It doesn't come as in a form of revenge. It comes for our benefit. Or dunya ke masaib se agar bachna chahte ho, to uska wahid tariqa ye hai ke Allah Ta'ala ke paas a jau. And then Hazrat says that if a person wants to be safe from the calamities of dunya and there's only one way about it and that is to come away on the side of Allah Ta'ala to come away by Allah Ta'ala ایک یہودی نے حضرت عیسیٰ علیہ السلام سے پوچھا کہ اگر چاروں طرف سے تیر آ رہے ہو تو ان سے بچنے کا کیا طریقہ ہے once one یہودی آسد حضرت عیسیٰ علیہ السلام that is from every direction arrows are being shot towards one now from every direction somebody is shooting arrows at him so now how does a person save himself from this because one is if a person is getting shot at from one direction so he can flee in the other direction but here from every direction he is being shot at so how does he save himself so Isha Ali Salaatu Asalaam has said that I will ask Allah to tell you I will inquire from Allah Ta'ala and then I'll inform you. Be here from Allah Ta'ala. 
سو وہی آئی کہ اس سے کہہ دو کہ تیر چلانے والے کے پاس آ کر کھڑا ہو جائے understanding of how we understand any bodily uh, figure etc but this is what is being expressed in a figurative way that if a person has come away by Allah Ta'ala in the form of his obedience then he's with Allah Ta'ala then he'll get protected from it آخر خود سوچنا چاہے کہ Allah Ta'ala کا کیا فائدہ ہے Allah Ta'ala تو احتیاج سے پاک ہے a person should consider and think for himself that what benefit does Allah Ta'ala get if I am ill or I am in some difficulty Allah Ta'ala is totally independent of all the whole dunya sari dunya kafir ho jaye to unki saltanat mein zarra barabar kami nahi a sakti aur sari dunya mu'min ho jaye to zarra barabar unki saltanat mein izafa nahi ho sakta if the whole world becomes nawazubillah kafir this won't cause a decrease in the kingdom of Allah Ta'ala and in his greatness for one iota one on atom and if everyone becomes a believer and mu'min that doesn't increase Allah Ta'ala's kingdom in any way too kufur wa nafarmani mein tumhara apna nuksan hai itaat wa farma bardari mein hamara apna nafa hai if a person is engaging in kufur in disobedience he is causing his own harm not harm to Allah Ta'ala and if he is obedient and he is righteous he is doing good for himself not for anybody else not for Allah Ta'ala کسی حکیم یا ڈاکٹر کے لیے آپ کہہ سکتے ہیں کہ صاحب انہوں نے پیسے بنانے کے لیے مجھے ایسے دوا دے دی کہ مجھے فائدہ نہ ہو مرض کو طول دے دیا سم ٹائمز اے پرسن وی ہیو دس کمپلینٹ اور کوڈ ہیو دس کمپلینٹ دس ڈاکٹر اور دس حکیم ہی گیو می سچ اے میڈیسن سچ ٹریٹمنٹ ڈلیوریٹلی وچ واز ناٹ بینیفیشل فار می ناؤ ہی ڈیڈ دس سو دیٹ ناؤ ٹو کیپ رننگ اپ اینڈ ڈاؤن اینڈ ایچ ٹائم آل کم So he will collect some further fees from me. So this is why he did this. So for the doctor and the hakim, a person can probably sometimes have that kind of thought that could come to the mind because he sees that that doctor is collecting something in return. So this is what can happen for the people. That the people have the need, the need, the need, the need, the So this is possible in terms of insan. That some insan could do something like this. possible because he has his needs he is needy himself so he has his objectives of dunya so he could perhaps do something like this lekin allah taala ko humse na koi gharz hai na ehtiyaj hai ke saab apni fala gharz aur ehtiyaj ke liye hame ye musibat di allah taala is totally independent of us allah has no need of us that a person nausbillah entertain such a thoughts that because of certain need Allah Ta'ala put this on me Allah Ta'ala is free of any such thing جی حالانکہ معلوم ہو چکا کہ ہمیں یہ مصیبت دی حالانکہ معلوم ہو چکا کہ ان کی ذات پاک اور ان کی سلطنت ہماری اطاعت و نافرمانی سے بے نیاز ہے بس یہ بیماری وغیرہ ہمارے ہی نفع کے لیے ہماری غفلت دور کرنے کے لیے بیجی جاتی ہے 
Allah Ta'ala is already, we mentioned that He is totally independent of the whole makhluk. So therefore, these illnesses that come, conditions that come, it is to take this ghaflat away from us. Ke banda hamari taraf ruju kare, aur apni zindagi ke maqsad ko pehchane ke pehchane. Objective is, that these servants of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala wants us to come back to Him, and to understand our object of life. ورنہ اگر کھانا پینا ہی کو مقصد بنا لیا تو پھر انسان میں اور کتے اور جانور میں کیا فرق رہا only eating and drinking becomes object of life meaning just living life having just fun and eating and drinking and sleeping if that becomes object of life then what's the difference between انسان and a dog or cat animals animals do that all the time so انسان and animals are, there's no difference then کیونکہ آپ اگر پاؤ بر کھاتے ہیں تو بھیس تو بیس سیر کھاتی ہے اف اے پرسن سیز ہی ایٹس فار ایگزامپل ون کلو سو دیٹ بفلو دیٹ ایٹس ٹوینٹی کلوز سو دین دیٹ اینیمل ٹو از بیٹر دین ہم ایکسل اف دیٹ واز آبجیکٹ آف لائف دا آبجیکٹ واز ایٹنگ دین ہی کھان کمپیئر ود اینیملس ٹو جی آدمی اگر تین منٹس جی اسی طرح سوٹ بوٹ پہن کر اور پیر لگا کر اگر کندھوں کا اونچا کر کے چلتے ہو تو پہاڑ تم سے زیادہ بلند ہے What did he, who, what can he compare with? He can't compare in eating to any animal. He can't compare in sleeping to some animals too. They sleep more than him. In so many other things, they will excel far than him. And if he thinks he's very tall and he can be very strong, then the mountains, how can he compare with that? Ji. Bazaahir sab maujudat se to insaan chota hai. Lekin kis cheez ne isse mumtaz kiya hai? All the other makhlukat, in comparison generally, insan is much weaker, much smaller. But what has distinguished him? Ahkam-e-shariyat. Jisko jab Allah Ta'ala ne kuhetur diya, zameen o aasman par pesh kiya, to bawajhe aajizi dar kar uthane se inkar kar diya. What is the distinguishing factor? It is the ahkam of the commands of Allah Ta'ala, the ahkam of shariat, the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala presented this to the heavens, to the earth, to the mountains, to the seas, to the oceans. All refused to accept this because they said, we can't handle this. This is very, very difficult for us to be able to undertake this. So none of them could take it. But insan was granted this and this is what makes him distinguished. ولایت کے اعلیٰ ترین مقام سے روکنے کا شیطانی حربہ پرسن ہوائنگ ٹو گیٹ اللہ تعالی ہاؤ شیتان ٹرائز ٹو پریونٹ ہم فرام ریچنگ دا ہائیسٹ لیولس آف ولایت شیتان اسکیمز اینڈ پلانس اینڈ اٹیکس 
so these malfuzat were compiled by Hazrat Mir Shah Rahmatullahi so he has a small note at the beginning of this malfuz he says ahkar raqimul huruf par halat qabz tari thi aur mayusi ki kaifiyat thi ke mere amal to bade kharab hai allah se qurb aur vilayat khasa kaise mangu this is one condition of qabz had come upon me this happens that sometimes this is what is termed as qabz like a kind of spiritual depression so just as physically a person sometimes is very energetic and everything is very easy everything just opens out without any difficulty sometimes a person feels a very very low feeling just doesn't have any zest any drive everything is a very major effort so these fluctuations happen initially these fluctuations happen but as a person progresses then the frequency of it starts decreasing the extent of it lessens initially it might have lasted for a much longer period then it starts lessening and then as time goes on it those who get to a certain point then they barely sometimes would experience such a thing but for the rest of us these things happen from time to time so like this happens physically this happens spiritually sometimes a person mashallah finds that zeal that enthusiasm sometimes there's a kind of spiritual depression so now everything becomes quite an effort and in such a spiritual depression sometimes a person starts losing hope if he doesn't know what is the reality of this and doesn't know how to deal with this this is where we are in need of the guidance of our seniors that a person then if he has somebody to refer to then he'll be able to maneuver past it because now he'll understand okay what's really happening and how to now negotiate past the situation what's to be done otherwise person will start jumping to conclusions about himself and allah forbid what he might conclude and how he might finish off so like misa rahmatullahi says that this halat qabz the spiritual depression had come upon me and as a result some kind of hopeless feeling was now overcoming me that my amal are so poor and so weak how can i even ask allah taala for his special wilayat that i am in such a poor condition and i'm aspiring for something so great otherwise i don't have the mouth to ask for this also so he presented this wazad this is my feeling what's going on in my mind and heart this is my condition so farmaya ke allah se wilayat ka aala tareen maqam siddiqiyat mango ke allah hazrat siddiq ke akbar radhiyallahu anhu ki siddiqiyat se ek zarra mujhe bhi ata farma dijiye apne salahiyat par nazar na karo allah ke fazl aur rehmat par nazar rakho hazrat replied to him and said now because he said that i don't even feel that how can i even ask for this highest level of wilayat so he said keep asking allah taala for the highest level of siddiqiyat don't just ask for wilayat siddiqiyat is the highest level of wilayat so ask allah taala for that and say allah siddiq akbar radhiyallahu taala anhu abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu taala anhu was the greatest siddiq allah grant me one bit of his siddiqiyat 
obviously he was the greatest Siddiq and the greatest of all the Ummat after the Anbiya is his rank so nobody can reach anywhere close to a Sahabi so the rank of Siddiqiyah that he had is not anywhere close to our imagination that we can even come close to it but the Siddiqiyah that is possible for anybody else in the Ummat that is the level to ask for so now a person might think but where am I and where is the Siddiqiyah don't look at your ability look towards the fazal and the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala it's not with our ability that anything will happen we can't get anywhere with our ability وہ فضل فرماتے ہیں تو خود صلاحیت پیدا فرماتے تھے وہ صلاحیت کے محتاج نہیں if Allah Ta'ala shows his grace then Allah Ta'ala creates the capability as well Allah Ta'ala is not dependent on somebody's capability to bless him that if this person is capable then only I can give him something he is not capable then I can't give him Allah Ta'ala creates the capability so the thing is to ask for Allah Ta'ala's fazal شیطان ایسے وقت میں جب یہ دیکھتا ہے کہ اس مانگنے کی بدولت کہیں سے کہیں یہ کسی اعلی مقام ولایت پر فائز نہ ہو جائے تو دعا کے وقت عمل کو سامنے کر دیتا ہے کہ تیرے اعمال تو ایسے ہے تو نے گناہوں سے اپنے قلب کی صلاحیت ہی تباہ کر دی اب تو کسی مقام ولایت پر فائز نہیں ہو سکتا دس از دا وے شیطان ٹرائز ٹو ڈیریل دا پرسن ناون شیتان سیز دس پرسن آسکنگ فار دس ویری ہائی لیول آف ولایت Shaitan starts bringing his amal in front of him. That you have committed these sins and destroyed the capability of your heart. What are you going to be able to ask for this? When you have done this, that and the other and caused so much of damage to your heart, where can you ever achieve this? What's the point in even asking? So this is the shaitani waswasa. One should be wary of this. وہ جب دیکھتا ہے کہ اس بندہ کو حق تعالیٰ اپنی طرف کھینچ رہے ہیں اور اس کی ولایت کو میں روک نہیں سکتا تو چاہتا ہے کہ ولایت مل جائے لیکن گٹیا درجہ کی ملے اعلیٰ درجے کی ولایت سے یہ محروم رہے شیتان سی دس پرسن از بنگ بنگ ڈرون ٹوز اللہ تعالیٰ اینڈ ہی ول گین سم ولایت سو شیتان دن یوزز اے ٹیکٹک ٹو ٹرائی اینڈ پریونٹ دس پرسن فرام اف از گونو گیٹ ولایت رادر ناٹ گیٹ دا ہائیسٹ لیول Rather get something lower. So now put this in front of him that you are not capable of asking for this. So now he won't even ask for it and maybe he'll, he'll get something lower. So shaitan gets happy about doing any harm. Even if it is that he, some good will come but rather some lesser degree of good. Not the better degree of good. So shaitan will keep trying something or the other. So these are all the waswasas of shaitan. جی جیسے کسی کو نوکری مل رہی ہے تو حاصل چاہتا ہے کہ چلو اگر نوکری مل ہی رہی ہے پانچ سو روپئے کی ملے ہزار روپئے کی ماہانہ کی نہ ملے پرسن آئی گرین فار اے جاب سم وے اینڈ سم بڈی جیلس اوور ہم سو نا ہی کیپس وشنگ دیٹ ویل اف یو گیٹس اے جاب تھرو مے بی یو مس گیٹ اے جاب فار لائک سی فائیو تھاؤزینڈ ناٹ فار ٹین تھاؤزینڈ سو So likewise, like that Hasid and that jealous person feels that if he gets something that you get less, 
Shaitan also similarly tries to derail and waylay a person. So one should be conscious of these waspasas of Shaitan and not get caught up in them. غیر اللہ سے دل کی حفاظت کا ایک وظیفہ من وظیفہ of staying safe from غیر اللہ coming into the heart غیر اللہ is everything that becomes obstacle in getting closer to اللہ تعالیٰ so ہندوستان سے ایک رئیس مہمان آئے ہوئے تھے one very wealthy person from India had come to visit Hazrat Hazrat Allah نے احتر راقم الحروف سے فرمایا کہ میرے شیخ فرماتے تھے so Hazrat then addressed Hazrat Mir Sahib separately and said to him that my sheikh meaning Hazrat Shabra al-Haq Sahib Rahmatullahi he used to say کہ جب کوئی امیر مہمان ہو تو یا مغنی پڑھتے رہو تاکہ دل ان کی امیری و مال کی طرف مائل نہ ہو that now when some person, very wealthy person has come as a mehman, so obviously he is a mehman, you will make his ikram and you will deal with him according to his position, anzilun nasa manazilahum. But now the person has come in all that shan ban and with all his maybe top of the range kai might have come in or whatever other trimmings and trappings he might have with him, kind of wealth he might be flashing around to Lanos, not necessarily deliberately, but now that's how he is living his lifestyle. So this can become a distraction. If a person doesn't look after his heart, this can become a distraction. So this was the way that the Ahlullah used to be concerned, that nothing must get, become a distraction in the heart and distract the heart from Allah Ta'ala. So this was the way that this, these things were taught. Hazrat says that Abraham Hakshabrahmatullah say when some very wealthy person has come as a mehman, so keep reciting from time to time, Ya Mughni. Allah Ta'ala's Asma'ul Husna, one of the attributes of Allah Ta'ala is Mughni. Mughni is that being who gives ghina, who makes others wealthy. He is the fountainhead of all wealth. Allah Ta'ala is the giver. Allah Ta'ala is the source. So if somebody's wealth apparently seems to be very dazzling, but where it came from? Allah Ta'ala gave it. So don't connect to that person's wealth. Connect to the giver of it. So now when a person will keep connecting himself to the giver, like somebody now is walking around with something very valuable, but somebody knows he doesn't have this. It's not even really his. So and so owns it. And that person is giving it around to. So he's not going to worry about looking at him. He'll worry about where he's coming from. Who's dishing it out. So in order to keep the heart free from this distraction, 
not to allow the heart to get affected by this 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 so to keep reciting ya mughni ke dil unki ameeri wa maal ki taraf mail na ho so now he's connecting repeatedly with allah taala allah taala is the giver allah taala is the one who grants this ghina and this wealth and this position etc so now his heart will not get inclined towards somebody else's material things somebody else's wealth their position etc he'll connect with allah taala from this we understand that to what extent was this constant concern this constant concern that our heart must be only for allah taala the hands can have the nemats and wealth the wealth can be in the home can be in the account can be wherever it is but the heart free of it the heart free of that material glitter and glamour of dunya whatever is halal nemats the person will use it make shukar upon it but the heart must get attached to it allah taala give us tawfiq subhanallah subhanallah